Another week here. Breaking news. Groundbreaking coverage. The great crew, the great audience, all of it. Born for this moment in the info war. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've got tons of news today, and obviously the big stories being the midterm election shenanigans. I mean, if you don't at least doubt what's going on or have questions at this point, you're just lying to yourself. You're lying to everyone around you. You're a scumbag. But we always had that feeling about you liberals. And then there's the FTX scandal that really is just the icing on the cake. And it's the icing on the cake that just shows how the American left ignores all their own crimes while pointing the finger at conservatives with their made-up crimes. And then, okay, that's just between us. Then there's the government approach where they're all focused on going after Elon Musk right now, and you watch the FTX guys will probably get ignored. The one guy was still tweeting as of moments ago. So here's a special report from Greg Reese uh, with all the swamp connections, all the swamp-filled muck that the entire FTX Democrat money laundering through Ukraine scandal has involved with it. And we'll come back and get to the news. Here's a special report from Greg Reese. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried was the largest donor to the Democrat Party, second to George Soros for the spurious 2022 midterms. Nearly $40 million dollars which reportedly came from crypto donations to Ukraine. FTX was partnered with the World Economic Forum as one of Klaus Schwab's stakeholders. FTX's founder reportedly used a secret backdoor to steal over a billion dollars from the customers of the now defunct cryptocurrency exchange. But there's more to the story than Sam Bankman freed and a money laundering slush fund for the failing Democrat Party. The CEO for FTX was Caroline Ellison, whose father is Glenn Ellison, head of the MIT Economics Department. Glenn Ellison hired Gary Gensler to head the cryptocurrency department at MIT in 2018. And in 2021, the Biden administration nominated Gary Gensler as the chair of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, who has been laser-focused on gaining control of cryptocurrency. While the SEC has been routinely combative towards cryptos, they have treated FTX like family, causing many to argue that FTX was being groomed and set up by the SEC to monopolize the crypto market. FTX was an exchange that had a bright sheen on it. It was led by a CEO that was often on Capitol Hill and being photographed with regulators and lawmakers. And so there was this sense that the exchange was very buttoned up. Cryptocurrency has the potential to strip power from the central banking system, and that makes it a major threat. As this story unfolds, don't be surprised if this mess becomes the catalyst 
for government overreach into cryptocurrencies. The journal reporting the CEO allegedly using customer money from FTX to fund risky bets at his other company, a hedge fund called Alameda. Many people believe that this will definitely set back the crypto industry for years. You know, this is a tale as old as time to some degree. Some young, charismatic guy in Bermuda shorts with the floppy hair uh, charmed the 20 best investors in the world. Rebecca, the big question here, was this a mistake by the founders or a crime? Well, that's a question the regulators will ultimately have to answer here. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Was it a crime? Well, of course not. It was Democrats. It was liberals. And it was Ukraine. No crime here. No crime at all. And your elections are totally fair. There's no shenanigans. There's no cheating in your elections. And there was no crime with FTX. Go back to sleep, America. You found it, the tip of the spear. It is the Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. And honor and a privilege to be with you here on this Monday, November 14th, 2022. Live transmission of the Alex Jones Show. And we got great guests coming up today. We've got Matt Baker, who's boots on the ground in Arizona, talking to voters down there about what they saw at the polls. He's going to give her uh, his account of what he saw that day and beyond as they continue to count. It's election season now. It lasts months. We count votes until all Democrats win, and then we declare the winner. Joe Hoft, with his deep dive into the election systems and how they're being used to rig elections, that with Joe Hoff from the Gateway Pundit at 1230. And then Ben Armstrong, BitBoy Crypto, big crypto expert, to join and discuss the FTX scandal. But there's so much breaking now on all these different fronts. And I think that the average American is really beginning to wake up and realize what's going on. I think between FTX scandal money laundering for the Democrat Party and all of these election shenanigans that always favor the Democrat Party, the average American is waking up and realize who are the bad guys, who are the good guys. The brainwashed people who are just in a total trance at this point under complete mind control, they're just gone. They just are in the reality that is force fed to them. They are in the reality that is presented to them. And they consume it every day without any second thought. So that's an incredible phenomenon. But to the rest of us, they can still think, they can still see, and still have a will to be free and prosper into the future. I think things are getting pretty clear. And what is amazing about the current dichotomy of the American political debate is that the conservative side is frustrated and upset that the leftist liberal side will not react to the truth. 
whether it's the Hunter Biden story, whether it's all the election shenanigans, whether it's this FTX deal that'll be the latest thing, they are they conservatives are frustrated that liberals won't recognize and react to the truth. Whereas liberals, leftists, Democrats are angry, frustrated, and upset that you won't react to their lies. Whether it's Russian collusion or you're an election denier when they have denied every presidential election that they've lost in the 21st century. So... The average American, the person that can still see, can still think, is realizing this. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to become right-wingers or conservatives or anything. They're just going to know who the bad guys are. They're just going to have their eyes opened and start asking the right questions and maybe getting the answers. Elon Musk might be a good example, which is why they're going to be going after Elon Musk. The Justice Department, the Biden administration, is going to be aggressively going after Elon Musk more so than they will after the FTX deal with those criminals because they were Democrats. And Elon Musk has said as much recently in public statements. So we'll be covering that. And they do have, they do have basically some anvils over Elon Musk's head right now that my guess is behind the scenes some form of a government entity or Democrat entity is basically giving Elon Musk the wink and the nod saying, look, you play ball with us. These anvils we have over your head here that we could cut the rope at any minute are going to fall and crush you if you don't. So I'll explain that coming up. But what is it about U.S. elections that take months now? And yes, it is months. It is months. And in fact, I don't know when early voting officially opened in Texas, but my guess it was probably about a month ago, probably about October 14th or so. So, or you can go better yet, look at Arizona. Probably the same thing. In fact, guys, see if you can find out. Let's find out when Arizona opened early voting for the 2022 midterms. So you have month-long elections now, and we all know the system which is we just count votes until the Democrat wins, and then we stop. That's how we play. That's the game we play. And the Republican leadership of the McLosers, McConnell, McCarthy, and McDaniel, the McLose team, they're more focused on getting rid of Donald Trump and for the last two years have been working behind the scenes trying to figure out how to get rid of Donald Trump after the midterms that they let Georgia slip out of their hands. They let Arizona slip out of their hands and they're letting Nevada get stolen in broad daylight. They've already given up Pennsylvania. They've already given up Michigan. Miracle win in Wisconsin. Uh, But I think there's a reason for that. We'll explain with Joe Hoft. There was a strategy there. But the good news is, and we will be mentioning or getting deeper into this story today, is that the Republican leadership that is has now an expiration date of yesterday. And it we, we opened up the milk carton and took one whiff and said, yep, this is rotten. This is spoiled. Give it the toss. And so Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, and Ron McDaniel really thought they could pull this off. They really thought that they could have a complete disaster of a midterm elections that should have been much more successful for Republicans. And then immediately uh, on the Wednesday after the election day, 
take the long knives out for Donald Trump. You really think we wouldn't notice that? You really think we wouldn't realize what you were up to all of these years and why you abandoned us in Arizona and why you abandoned us in Georgia and why you abandoned us in Nevada and why you've just given Pennsylvania and Michigan to the Democrats? Now we know why, because Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, and Ronna McDaniel all were scheming how to get rid of Donald Trump. And Kevin McCarthy was in there like a little rat cozying up to Donald Trump. He's a rat. And so here we are. They're still counting votes. They're still stealing Arizona. And the Republicans are in on it. But there will be a change of the guard. There is a new breed of a Republican. There is a hostile takeover of the Republican Party. And now, quite frankly, it appears that the establishment has made the decision even easier for us moving forward, which is... In this current window of time, we've got to support Donald Trump. And I'm not saying he's the best candidate, and I'm not saying he hasn't made big mistakes, and I'm not saying that we got issues to clear up here. But clearly at this point, the, the deep state and the establishment want Trump out of the picture. And more importantly, he is going to have to be the one that is the head of this hostile takeover this populist takeover of the Republican Party. And thank God Ron DeSantis never took the bait. Thank God Ron DeSantis is just keeping his head down, doing a great job in Florida, and Trump is basically just puffing up his, his chest, and, and he's like a bull in a china shop at this point. And so maybe it's not the best way to go about it. But here's what I think the long-term plan is. If they can't separate Trump from his voters and his base and they can't get a DeSantis or a Yunkin or someone else to step up and run against Trump, the Democrats will go for an indictment and an arrest probably in this within the next year. But the awakening is on. Everybody's watching what they're doing. Oh, let's just count votes until the Democrat wins in Arizona where Katie Hobbs didn't campaign had no energy. The few rallies she did have had less than 100 people. Lake had massive rallies. So people are just watching now. They're watching. They're finally paying attention. They've kind of looked away from the football game and looked away from the bread and circus and looked away from the Kim Kardashian butt. And they're watching how their country's being stolen. And they're watching how Democrats are above the law. And more people are now putting skin in the game. So despite all the bad political news... I do think there's a silver lining to all of this, and it always had to get to this point, didn't it? If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. 
Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Headlines now involving the 2022 midterm elections that are ongoing. You thought elections worked like this. You show up, you vote, your vote is counted just like everyone else. Wrong-o! Wrong-o! You show up, you vote, maybe your vote counts, maybe not. Maybe it's canceled out by some moronic brainwashed sheep. Maybe it's canceled out by a machine algorithm. Maybe it's canceled out by a mail-in vote from a dog. And we just keep counting votes till the Democrats ahead, and then we declare the winner. That's how the elections go in the United States of America. Anywhere else, the U.N. would move in and take over and say, this is clearly a fraudulent election. But not here. It's just par for the course. And the American liberal, the American leftist, doesn't even bat an eye. Doesn't even bat an eye. But they'll fall for a Russian collusion and Russian interference and meddling. Yes, they will, won't they? Well, they already have. Here's the news. As the story is ongoing, Democrats will take the Senate. They're fighting for the House right now. But uh, are they really going to get away with such a big steal in Colorado and Maryland? GOP didn't lose the midterms because mail-in ballots are better than in-person voting. The GOP lost because the same corrupt election activities happened again. That's Joe Hoft. He's going to be joining us. He's got a lot of great stories right now that he's going to be joining us on. But here's what it comes down to. And I think here's the, the debate that the Republican Party should be having moving forward because they're never going to win another election nationally, probably, with the current structure in place and they're certainly never going to win pennsylvania they're never going to win michigan they're never going to win georgia and now it appears they'll never win arizona or nevada either with the current system in place and so they can sit here and we can talk about voter fraud and election fraud and all this stuff it it, it doesn't even matter anymore that's clear that's clear the message has been sent they will steal the election they will rig elections they will do whatever shenanigans they can and that's it that's how it's going to go so the debate for the republican party now needs to be Are we going to stop this and are we going to have a serious push for in-person day of voting paper ballots? 
which is the only way to stop this from continuing, this madness, this month-long election season madness where we keep counting votes until we like the outcome? Or does the Republican Party say, okay, that's an unwinnable fight. Let's not even try it. Instead, let's just play by the new rules. And Republicans just send out millions of mail-in ballots to everybody and their dogs. And what the Republicans should have done this midterm election season, but, you know, they, they, don't, they don't listen here at InfoWars. They don't listen to the voices out there that give them good advice. Uh, they keep going back to the same establishment hacks that suck their toes. No, what the Republicans should have been doing is exactly what the Democrats were doing. This is why they brag about the youth turnout for Democrats, because they had all of their candidates campaign on college campuses, specifically targeting that vote. And then they had voting registration booths set up and they had early voting stations set up right there at the event. That's what you do now. So if you want to give up the hope of of fair elections, one person, one vote, in-day voting, which sadly might have to be the case, then you have got to take the same measurements and actions that the Democrats are to drum up as many votes they possibly can from people who normally wouldn't vote and before election day. And by the way, if you play this game, you win because the biggest rallies for Democrats were happening on college campuses with the youth. They did pretty well at those events. They would usually get a couple hundred people And again, like I said, then they register you to vote and you go vote early right across the street. Now, Republicans have rally sizes 20, 30, 40 times bigger than Democrats. So imagine a Trump rally with Scott Presler outside registering people to vote and across the street, an early voting center at a Trump rally. You just got 30,000 Republican votes. Just like that. And the Democrats were doing this across the country with their midterm candidates, but in particularly the college students that are voting for the first time. And they would get probably, they probably were able to siphon about 1,000, 1,500, maybe even 2,000 votes with this phenomenon at college campuses that they went to, like University of Texas, Austin. So that's the debate the Republican Party, want, if it wants to find a way to win, should be having right now. Do we push hard to actually return our election, our elections to being fair with in-person voting, day of voting, paper ballots? Or do we just say, no point in trying to save that system. Let's just cheat like the Democrats and be better at it than they are. This is a big story. I might just come back and read this whole thing. Anonymous Wisconsin heroes demonstrated how to collapse the Democrat ballot gathering apparatus. So again, there is a way to push back against this. This one is key. I may just come back to that and read the whole thing, honestly. It's that good. Despite only 17% Democrat turnout on Election Day, Katie Hobbs and Democrats are winning over 50% of Maricopa County Election Day totals. And you know, I feel bad for the people on the hopium out there. And that's okay. That's okay. InfoWars is always 
crossing the threshold first. InfoWars is always crossing the barbed wire first. Alex Jones has always been the canary in the coal mine. So I, I, I don't, I don't have a kind of, you know, I'm not, I'm not laughing at them, but at the same time, it is kind of sad to see all the hopium. Oh, oh, they're going to, Carrie Lake has the vote. She has the numbers for sure. She has the numbers. Do you really not get it yet? Do you, I mean, you don't know what the Democrats are doing. You don't think that they're going to give you the exact number of percent that you think Carrie Lake needs. And then it's just going to be a little bit short to the end. You haven't figured it out yet. Okay, fine. Well, you enjoy learning it for yourself the hard way. But that's good. That's good. This is the awakening process. This is people realizing they've been lied to. This is people realizing their elections are rigged. We realized it decades ago. You realized it decades ago. This is good. This is good. And this is what all the people would lambast Alex Jones and InfoWars for talking about. Oh, 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 you get it now, do you? Maricopa dropped shocking Sunday numbers, claim only 50% for Kerry Lake from Election Day, and independence went to Hobbs. The steal is on. Yeah, nobody's buying this, but see, oh, what I, oh, oh, 54%. Oh, you thought you'd get 65? Oh, you thought you'd get actual representation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. What happens when a criminal doesn't get arrested for his crimes? Well, he commits the crime again. Video montage. Arizona Republican voters describe how ballots were not counted, ballots were tossed in a box, and people were not allowed to vote. Maricopa County election judge believes the machines were programmed to reject ballots on election day. The Democrats are stopping voter fraud, guys. The Democrats are protecting our elections, guys. Come on. That's Stacey Abrams told me. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. I am extreme. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. There was a shooting at the University of Virginia last night. Three killed, and the suspect has now been arrested. It looks like it may have been a targeted shooting of football players, because all three of them were football players getting off a bus. 
But I remember seeing this on social media last night, but nothing on the news. And there's pretty much been a news blackout on this today. We'll see if anybody covers it tonight. Uh, Well, mass shooting, college, university, three dead. You'd think they'd be all over the story. Well, folks, they won't be. And if you know why, you know why. Doesn't really fit the narrative, this one. So they'll move on from that. I mean, do I need to check? I mean, guys, should I uh, go ahead and plug it into a Google search? Uh, Violent Chicago over the weekend. Go ahead and put it up. But hold on, though, because I have to cover this so often. This is how sick I am. Let's give you the uh, Vegas odds. Uh, Over, under, uh, number's probably down. It's getting uh, getting a little colder. Over, under, 65 shot and 2.5 dead in Chicago this weekend. Over, under. All right, guys, give me the numbers. Let's go ahead and pull them up now. Because, you know, we want to stop gun crime, and we highlight the gun crimes, and we blame the Republicans and the NRA, and we say we should take the guns, but we never mention what goes on in Chicago every weekend. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. Ooh, five. That hits the over easy, doesn't it? Five this weekend, including 12-year-old girl among 20 wounded. So under on the shot, over on the killed. Sad, sad thing. Every weekend in Chicago, I'm, 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 I'm a sick person for making a joke of it. But it's every weekend in Chicago, folks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be here with you today. And I have to tell you, I've got a little bottle of Brain Force Ultra right here, and you may notice that it's almost empty. I, I, I did a big chug. I, bit, I did a big chug about 10 minutes before going on air. Probably did too much. You're not supposed to drink that much, but it's okay. I'm an expert. So do not try this at home. I'm just the Brain Force Ultra expert, and um, with a big, big, juicy brain, it needs a little bit of extra. I'm being facetious, of course, but I love the product. I think you will, too. Give it a try. It's 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com right now. I love to take it before I go on air for mental focus, mental clarity, mental energy. And if you're out there listening, you got a big work project, a big presentation, perfect to take to get prepared for that or before the presentation. If you're in, if you're in school, you got a big exam, a big final, a big project. Forget about those pharmaceutical drugs that are so bad for you. Your doctor wants to prescribe and make money off you. Go to InfoWarsStore.com. Try the Brain Force Ultra for yourself. It's 50% off. Or the Brain Force Plus, that's the capsule version, 60% off. Both exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Telling you once you've tried it, you'll never go back. There's just nothing else like it when it comes to mental focus and energy. Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra at InfoWarsStore.com. All right, let's get back into the election headlines here. Maricopa election officials launched a PAC in 2021 to stop MAGA candidates. And that's the Republican establishment that was also working with the Democrat Party in the midterm elections to make Trump-backed candidates look bad. And that attack is ongoing today with Trump-backed candidates that actually did well in the midterms now having their House races, the vote still being tallied conveniently right up until the Democrat takes the lead. And so now you hear them saying, oh, the Democrats might take the House. Well, sure, they're counting votes for, <laughs> what are we, we're now a week later. They just keep finding Democrat votes. It's amazing. 
Like, oh, yeah, look, the Republican won in Maryland. Not so fast. Democrats are finding votes. Oh, yeah, look, the Republicans won in California. Not so fast. Democrats are finding votes. Oh, yeah, Lauren Boebert held her seat. Not so fast. Democrats are finding votes. Come on, guys. It's Monday, November 14th, the week after the election. We got to keep counting those votes. I'm surprised Democrats aren't running ads saying, still, it's not too late to vote. Go vote your local Democrat in the midterm. We will make sure it counts. Here's an amazing story from Joe Hoft. He's joining us later at the Gateway Pundit, uh, posted by Jay Valentine. Anonymous Wisconsin heroes demonstrated how to collapse the Democrat ballot-gathering apparatus. Ballots and votes. These two words seem synonymous, yet infer opposite ways to choose a government. There's a big difference between votes and ballots. The Republicans focused on winning votes. The Democrats focused on gathering ballots. The ballots won. When Election Day became Election Month, mail-in ballots replacing in-person voters, the electoral world changed forever, and it's not changing back. Democrats, experts in anything government-related, drove states to change laws, increase voting delays, and loosen voter standards. Republican leadership dozed. Democrats, non-governmental organizations, leftist big tech invented every conceivable way to manipulate the ballot process. Collect ballots, drop into street-side bins, fill them out if the voter doesn't. This is a ballot-gathering strategy, and it worked. Republicans remain stuck in the same voter strategy for the last decade. Yard signs, fundraising, obscure websites, TV ads. The raw material of the ballot-gathering strategy is the phantom voter or address. Every ballot needs to tie to someone, even if only a name on a list. Live votable ballots accumulate at addresses where the indicated voter does not reside. Those ballots gathered are the inventory of electoral victory. He who gathers them can vote them. The ballot gathering system was frictionless until 2020. Thousands of phantom addresses inhabited every state's voter list. Clever leftists built a national system, ERIC, now used by about 30 states to make sure voter rolls protected phantoms using in-your-face messaging. Eric claimed it was a resource to keep voter rolls clean. No friction, no challenge. After 2020, everything changed. The once frictionless ballot-gathering apparatus was challenged in every state as voter integrity teams, citizens at kitchen tables, picked apart voter rolls. They quickly found tens of thousands of dead or moved voters. There were innumerable addresses where no voter could possibly live. For the first time, there was pushback against ballot gathering. Citizens demanded voter rolls be cleaned and addresses be real. In too many cases, affidavits with photographs of an empty lot where several voters claimed to live failed to convince a judge to action. Not in Wisconsin. A Wisconsin voter integrity team found after reviewing scores of counties and localities, the number of ballots and votes cast lined up. Democrats know how many votes they need and cast them during the forever campaign time in the name of phantoms. Their ballot inventory comes from real ballots sent to fake addresses, then collected by someone, never a Republican, and voted. When evaluating any system, one asks, is there an inherent contradiction? Is there something in the system that when pushed to scale and will make it that the rest of my story disappears? How about that? Wow. I don't know what happened to the rest of the story, but it's not attached here. But that's okay. You get the point as we're up against a break anyway. So they cleaned up the voter rolls in Florida, and what would you see? Massive red wave. 
They made an effort to clean up the vote rolls in Wisconsin. Democrats couldn't steal the Senate seat. So we know that this is what goes on. It got caught in 2020. It got caught by Project Veritas and other journalists where dozens of ballots would go to a parking lot where nobody resides. And this would happen hundreds of times over. And then you can trace those ballots and those ballots end up being cast as mail-in ballots at one of the mail-in ballot drop boxes. I mean, if you can't see how mail-in ballots and mail-in ballot drop boxes are being used for fraud and cheating, you're just not being honest, are you? You're just not being honest whatsoever. But here's the here's the amazing thing about the liberal left that I do give them credit for. They are somehow spiritually, cosmically connected because they all lie together in unison and they don't even have to communicate while they do it. Like, they all know they're cheating in these elections, but they don't have to talk about it. They just all know it. I'm pointing my finger at you. And I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take the X3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. We've got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. Alex, why is this taking so long? Why is this taking so long? In France, they can count all the paper ballots and they're done in a day. Why can't we do this here? The answer is fraud and corruption. If we don't fix the system, it doesn't matter whether the Republican nominee is Donald Trump or Governor DeSanctimonious. They're going to deny us Michigan. They're going to deny us Pennsylvania. They're going to deny us Arizona. And I can't come to 270 electoral votes without any of those states where I believe there is an America first majority in every single one of them. So we need to keep fighting for reform of the system. Tucker Carlson said this better last night than anything else. Communications are the reason why we didn't well. That's why Infowars.com is so damn important. That's why they're so desperate to take you off the air, Alex. People need to get behind Infowars. This alternative media that we work so hard to bring you is vitally important. We need more of this communications, not less. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Continuing to cover all the election news. And we'll continue to focus on Arizona with Matt Baker coming up and then the overall election with Joe Hoft as well. Biden is embarrassing himself in the country. Meeting with Xi Jinping and fumbling around and muttering and stumbling through press conferences. It's just a total embarrassment. 
So just know that's going on. We might have some time to get to some of those clips. But let's continue to focus here on the election news. Former Freedom Caucus Chairman Andy Biggs to launch Leadership Challenge against Kevin McCarthy. Now, here's what I see going on right now. With uh, There's not going to be much. There's pretty much going to be almost no support for Mitch McConnell uh, to stay leadership in a leadership role with the Republican Party in the Senate. Mitch McConnell pretty much has no backing. Kevin McCarthy does. Kevin McCarthy sidled himself up next to Donald Trump, pretended to be an ally, and then basically just went mute and went limp when we needed him the most. That's what Kevin McCarthy is. He's he's impotent. And so maybe he's friendly with Trump and maybe he's at least not going to bash Trump, but he's certainly no leader. But I do think there will be a struggle for the ouster of McCarthy and it's going to be Gates and Biggs apparently leading that charge. And it needs to be done. Whether Kevin McCarthy is a snake in the grass trying to get himself close to Trump or whether he is just, he likes Trump, but he's just a, a, a weak Republican squish. Either way, he's got to go from a leadership role, but I think there'll be a struggle there. With McConnell, I don't think McConnell will have any backing. McConnell's pretty much done his final deed. McConnell's last deed as the uh, Senate minority leader was to sabotage MAGA and sabotage Donald Trump and sabotage the Republicans in the midterm to blame Donald Trump. So congratulations, Mitch McConnell. That will be your ultimate legacy, a turncoat, a traitor, a feckless coward that stabbed America in the back. Congratulations, Mitch McConnell. That is now your legacy. And we will make sure that that gets stamped on your political forehead because we will not forget not as much what you did, but also what you didn't do. But we know what you did with the money. We know how you sabotaged Trump candidates. We know how you sabotaged good candidates like Masters and Joe Kent and others. And so Mitch McConnell's final legacy is the MAGA populist Republican midterm election saboteur. Saboteur. Now, I'd like to see Rand Paul replace him, but there might be some other good candidates there. We'll see. And I suggested this the other day. I also heard others suggested it looks like it may come true. Lee Zeldin is taking calls about replacing hapless Ronna McDaniel after she blew two landslide elections. Yes, Ronna McDaniel ended up being a real zero. I actually had high hopes for her in 2016 when she was kind of gaining popularity and working with women for Trump and stuff. But uh, she pretty much squished out and was entirely worthless in the midterms, if not a net negative in the midterms. And so Lee Zeldin, who's popular and had huge victories in New York, impossible to defeat the Democrats in New York, just impossible. They get 90% of the vote in New York City, so it's just game over before it even begins. But he did very well, and he, I think, would be a good candidate to take over the RNC from Ronna McDaniel. It's time to get rid of the McLosers. Josh Halley's on board. Senator Josh Alley, time to bury the Republican Party, build something new. Now, I don't know if Rand Paul has any interest in being a Senate leader, but Josh Alley does, and I think he'd be a fantastic one. And he's right. 
It is time to bury the old Republican Party and build something new. He gets it. He gets it. And so that's why, you know, I I haven't really gotten in. I've covered the third party phenomenon every once in a while. But the self-righteousness of libertarians over the last week has been extremely distasteful, specifically from the libertarian leadership. I, I don't mean to make a blanket statement because some libertarians got the big picture, like in Arizona, where the libertarian a week or two before the election bowed out and endorsed Blake Masters. That would be the classy thing to do if you were the libertarians at this point. Run your campaign. That's good. I I, I respect that. I understand why the third party exists. I understand why people don't want to trust Republicans and Democrats. And so they go third party. Totally get it. Totally legitimate. But then for the libertarian to puff their chest out and say, "Ah, ha ha ha, Republicans, you couldn't beat Democrats. Ha ha, Republicans, you couldn't put any good candidates up coming from the party that's never won a single election. Give me a break. Puffing your chest out. Because really, I think the libertarian leadership knows that in states like Georgia and Pennsylvania, where the libertarian vote could have put the Republican over the edge, and instead a Democrat gun grabber tax raiser got in, I think they genuinely feel bad about it, and so their copium is to sit here and point at Republicans and lash out. But no, the Libertarian Party should have dropped out of their races, endorsed the Republican candidates, even even saying, hey, we don't really like the Republicans. They've done X, Y, and Z, but you know what? They align closer to our values with Democrats, and we don't want to elect Democrat gun grabbers and tax raisers. No, instead they said, ha-ha, Republicans, you couldn't even beat Democrats. You put up banned candidates. But see, this is the way. The populist movement hostile takeover politically of the Republican Party. That's what needs to happen. We've already got a beachhead in. We've already got a reformation in. We've already got the people behind us. This is the way, I believe. Even the left-wing media now is coming after Biden. Salon, Biden was the biggest negative for Democrats in midterms, would be a disaster in 2024. You know, this is hilarious. This is more this is more liberal Democrat doublespeak that they just get away with and don't even think twice about it. Oh, Biden's so great. Biden saved the economy. Biden great. Biden this. Biden that. They tell you how great everything is. And then in the next conversation, they tell you what a disaster he is and he shouldn't run in 2024. Which is it, liberals? Which is it, Democrats? 84 million votes, most popular of all time, saving the economy, saving the country, returning us to normal? Which is it? Which is true about Joe Biden? 84 million votes, saving the country, or a complete disaster and shouldn't run again? Which is it, Democrats? Well, it's both. They don't need logical consistency. They're Democrats. They're liberals. They're mentally deranged. They have mental disorders. Now they're even doing specials with Michelle Obama. They're dusting off that old thing. And they're doing specials where she talks about how she's going through depression and how she has all these mental disorders. Oh, you don't say. Liberalism is literally a mental disorder. They've they've had studies out for years Half of liberals have been diagnosed with a mental disorder. Diagnosed. Diagnosed. Another half probably have it, just haven't been diagnosed. So yeah, liberals don't need logical consistency. Liberals can have double think, double speak all day long. Biden, 84 million votes saving the country. Biden, complete disaster during the midterms needs to go. Which one is it, liberals? Doesn't matter. They lie for a living. 
You think a little double standard? You think a little double think? A little double talk? Going to bother them? Heck no. But see, here's where it gets interesting. The entire establishment is coming after Trump again. And, and I'll just say this. In the, in the dream world, because here's the problem, though. You can't assume anything in the future. But in the dream world, I think the best way to go about this, taking things at as much of face value as you, as you can, which is almost zero, but for the sake of this argument... I think the ideal situation is Trump 2024 should win and then DeSantis 2028. And now you're looking at at least eight or 12 years of Republican Party rule that will boom the economy, take care of the southern border and and just get us back on the right track. And so that's why the entire establishment is coming after Trump right now. Nancy Pelosi says a Trump 2024 bid would be bad news for the country. Oh, my support of Trump just goes up a little bit. Trump wanted IRS investigation of his foes. Top aide says, whoa, Trump support goes up even more. Yeah, you're damn right that these politicians in this country need to be investigated by the IRS. They're going after Trump. Why not everybody else? They're the real criminals. Mike Pence to David Muir and ABC. Trump's words on January 6th endangered me and my family and everyone at the Capitol. Oh, okay, Mike Pence. Stab him in the back. Now I like Trump even more. New York Post with the Murdochs. They continue to publish anti-Trump news every day. Bore, Donald Trump has gone and lost his swing. So now the Republican establishment, the media establishment, the Democrat Party all coming for Trump. And boy, oh boy, despite his shortcomings and problems... Every time they swing at him, my support for him goes up. The globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is InfoWars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sell of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarStore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. resilience of the message of the Democratic Party. We're the United States of America. No, I'm not joking. A Democratic platform that said your increasing poverty doesn't exist. But what they've done is they've taught people the word inflation, right? Most people who would have never used that word ever in their lives are using it now because they've been taught it. Those machete attacks. In Malibu, this homeless man was recently arrested after attacking a man with a machete. Daylight homicides and subway rapes. 
attack was brutal. It was wicked. And the worst part is when the people were watching. Well, they never happened. Kathy Hochul believes that the only crimes that are being committed are these crimes with guns. And you, you have people who are afraid of being pushed in front of oncoming subway cars. They're being stabbed, beaten to death on the street with hammers. Okay. Anyone who commits a crime under our laws, especially with the change we made to bail, has consequences. I don't know why that's so important. We will make owning a home and retirement impossible for subsequent generations. When I was born, the median price for a house was $108,900. Now it's $337,200. Even if you account for inflation, that's about a 45% increase in cost. The overwhelming evidence of vaccine deaths and injuries are a figment of your conspiratorial imagination. And we're here with a simple message. Get vaccinated. Update your vaccine, your COVID vaccine. Uh, something like one in a thousand people have died. Um, we don't know how many more will die. But we're into double figures of millions who have definitely been killed as a consequence of this policy. I've not been a religious person, but I'm absolutely clear in my mind. The only people, the kind of planning and thinking it takes to have done what has happened are people who who would who would worship satan this was the democrats message what factors led to this train wreck of the corporatic district of criminals country club mirage of our constitutional republic Was there a generational factor? Gen Z, the 18 to 29 age group, gave 28 points to the Democrats, swayed by the fear-mongering. Gen Z was more than happy to trade what's left of their future to their Marxist boomer counterparts who promised them student loan forgiveness and will now wag slavery in the form of universal basic income in their faces. Have you thought about where this is heading? This is heading to you having no life. To you spending your income on needs rather than treats and desires because you won't have any spare money left for those. They don't view you like a human being, these people. What we've got left is a government that's a middle management team for some higher power. And I think ultimately we will have to have some kind of universal basic income. Middle and working classes will be eroded and replaced with robots. AI and big corporations, and given a basic income, the old world is not coming back. A group of billionaires are deciding how the rest of the world should live, and they have the ear of the government that claims to represent you. The abortion factor saw 37 points go to the Democrats from unwed mothers, and did Trump's shadow loom too large over a Republican Party rising from his ashes? Or are these merely excuses to distract the CNN exit polls results that revealed that 75% of voters said the country is on the wrong track and an overwhelming majority are angry about inflation and the economy? Biden and company will now ramp up the threats on anyone with an unshakable gut feeling after they witnessed once again the blatant, antiquated, and openly rigged, quote, incompetent, end quote, voting system. So you, you're uh, telling me I should vote John Fetterman, I should vote Joshua Shapiro. You vote that, Democrats, make... all of them are the Democrats. You only got one against one. Project Veritas action journalists were told who to vote for just mere feet outside a polling center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania today. 
This is referred to as electioneering. So you have to fill out the ballot properly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the, the full John Bound report can be found at band.video. Where the audience is growing, folks, this is the mothership. You built it by shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. It's growing. It's serving its purpose. It's getting more effective every day. Continue to shop at InfoWarsStore.com, and we'll continue to stay here blasting out the truth. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the InfoWar. And now, your host... Owen Troyer. All right, we are now joined by Matt Baker, slave to liberty, and he is out in Arizona, Maricopa County. And he was boots on the ground talking to voters out at polling locations. So I just wanted to bring him on today. We'll talk about what he learned, what voters are saying, what's the vibe there, boots on the ground. Matt Baker, give us the breakdown. Well, it's not good, Owen. I mean, uh, Arizona out here has been a very red area. I mean, a lot of people moved from California to escape California, not to come here and build a new California, but to actually escape all of the crazy leftist whackness. I'm actually here at my buddy's house. I built this fireplace behind me and uh, he's uh, very well on the red side and everyone around here is. Um, most people are very almost like Texans. They've got pickup trucks. They've got guns. They've got, you know, everybody's uh, everybody's really uh, a very uh, Republican person. Out you know, here. and it's funny that you and say I, that because, you know, I'm sitting here in Texas looking at the, the Democrat after it turned Texas blue. I was proud of Texas. We showed out. We didn't let Beto win. But I mean, I was sitting here like kind of looking like, OK, if Beto gets in, I don't know if I can live in this state anymore. That's how bad it was. And I'm thinking like Arizona looks pretty good. Arizona's looking like it's going red, looking like good leadership. But no, no, it looks like the Democrats are trying to stomp that out. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I, you know, it's very hot out here. So I live in the perfect climate of California, which is the breeding ground of why they can get away with so much crap in California, because they know people don't really want to leave. Now out here, they can say, hey, come over here. We've got all these great laws and we're not a bunch of leftist scumbags. And so people were moving out here and dealing with the high temperatures and the high electric bills from cooling their houses. But I got to tell you, the place is really nice. The idea that they can't vote count these votes is absolutely ridiculous. The infrastructure here is like some of the best I've seen around. Like the, the roads are perfect. Yeah, very like, new. You know, a lot of new infrastructure. Beautiful. Yeah, it's not like they're trying to gather, you know, votes from old Mary Sue's, you know, chicken coop and bring them on down the road to Bob's, you know, you know, little shack and count them. I mean, they have beautiful infrastructure, beautiful roads. I mean, the idea that they can't pull this off like a first world is absolutely BS. And the only reason, as we all know, is because they're going to count until they win. You know, it's just absolute crap. So what are people on the ground saying about their experience voting with any of the anomalies, the machine breakdowns? I mean, what are what what's the word from the people on the streets when you talk to them? Well, I've met several people that have said that they had trouble giving their vote to scan and it was put in the so-called box three. And then these votes have to be, I think they're called healed because then they have to go through and, and check them for signatures and this and that. But the problem is, is the human beings who are then now in charge of counting those votes in these different precincts. I actually, uh, it's funny, after our little chat the other day, I haven't listened to Michael Savage in a long time, but I 
I just tuned into him the other day and he had this amazing thing on about um, how the voting machines can be made to swing one way or another simply by just making the sensitivity of the camera for the dot. If you say, oh, I, it's got to be above this resolution or below that resolution, if they if they tweak that in the different counties to make it more sensitive, it kicks out more ballots. And, and it sounds like we were listening to the same. It sounds like we were listening to the same podcast because it also talks about how they can use these little tweaks, like for example, the felt pen, right? And then yeah. the machine doesn't read it correctly, and then a human has to count it. And oh, if there's no oversight of that human, all of a sudden they can just mark those ballots however they want. Yeah, and then they inevitably do it in these uh, Democratic centers. Like if you go downtown, the, the place that I went, I don't know if you see the uh, rest of that video, right around the corner from this uh, from this counting place is this massive sheriff's department, which literally looks like a battleship. Like the front of it is coming at you. It's very dystopian. And then one block from there is the largest homeless encampment. I don't know, maybe I've seen as big in L.A., but nothing quite like this because usually in L.A., there'll be a street that you know goes on and on forever this is like a full-on like blocks and blocks with cross streets and like it's like a whole area of a swap meet of homeless people with like pigeons eating trash off the street people yelling and screaming at you if you slow down to like videotape and stuff like it, it was scary i mean it was block after block and like i say cross streets and not your normal one, one in a row people on a street like it was like six deep tents all the way down the street and cross street, cross street, cross street. So the liberals have already taken control of this area. Like I was joking with my girlfriend. I was like, hey, well, now they've taken control. Pretty soon you're going to start seeing homeless people. I guess I just wasn't in the right area. And so this area that they are doing the, the vote counting, as you can see, has been infected with this uh, liberal scum uh, concept that it's a good idea to have people living on the streets in squalor as part of their human rights or something. Wow, that's amazing. I never had seen this type of footage from Arizona. You know, it's it's odd. You think about the homeless phenomenon that's extremely sad. I mean, people die in Chicago. They die in D.C. in the Northeast when they're homeless. You're wondering why they're homeless in these cold cities, why they don't end up in Arizona, but that's a whole other story. Now, I have been saying here that I don't expect there to be much of a fight in Nevada. I don't expect there to be much of a fight in Georgia. I don't think the Republicans have a spine, a backbone to fight there. But Arizona, I see it differently. I, I think that Fincham and Hamaday and Masters and, and Lake have a have a fight in them. And I think they got a nice, uh, strong support base and group behind them as well that's going to fight. I know they got a legal team and everything that's going to fight. But where do you think that fight stands? I mean, they're still under the delusion that Carrie Lake is going to win. I, I'm, I'm quite frankly not. Even if she does, the whole thing still needs to be investigated. How, where do you think the, the fight stands in Arizona right now, uh, almost a week after the election? They're still counting. Well, um, I think I do think that they're going to magically find out, you know, that Katie Hobbs won, of course. They say um, that Kerry Lake is going to have to get 58% of the remaining, still 100,000 votes are actually out. And apparently a lot of these were the same day drop off of ballots where apparently the, you vote early, but you drop off. And I found this interesting statistic, 88% of all the votes were early ballots, mail-in or early drop-off ballots, 88%. And when you consider that before COVID, that wasn't a thing unless you had a specific, you know, you had to be out of the state, you had to be sick, you had to get a specific ballot, you know, you had to apply to vote, not in person and not on the day. Now, a lot of the local patriots were complaining that I had seen some footage of that were at that um, ballot location area 
um, the day before. One was quite articulate. He kept on mentioning they had a bill. It was HB 2289, which was going to make it to where it was only in-person voting on the day of, and it was going to limit it down to only you know people who are in the military or people who um, are in hospital or something of that nature to where they physically cannot show up and vote. And apparently one of the senators, um, what's her name, Wendy Rogers, was supposed to be on board with that. And she actually called for this protest and then didn't even show up. And when the local sheriff threatened her with the bill for all the extra uh, police he was going to have to bring in because it was dangerous, then, uh, then she basically called them off. And they were all sitting there like idiots in the street going, what did you do? You called us here. It's kind of reminiscent of the Trump thing. You call us here and then you like hang us out to dry. You know what I mean? Interesting. So this Wendy Rogers didn't back the SB 2289, even though apparently they had the signatures to have, and it was all, you know, they had the votes apparently in the signatures to at least put it on the ballot and get it to move forward so that they could have, um, you know, real elections. I think like maybe Florida may be able to maintain because it's almost too late for some of these areas. Like you're saying, oh, we should get a electoral college for the states which I think was an amazing idea that you had. However, those states are already run by Democrats, and they're going to be like, nah, we're good. We don't need that. What about voting on, on the same day? Nah, we're good. What they're going to do, uh, uh, and I think I've actually read that they've already started doing this, they're going to lower the voting age. That's what they're going to do. They're yeah, going like to lower the do voting that. age. Yeah, it's not going to work, but yeah, they'll, they'll try. Well, when they run everything, we'll see. What they're like, oh, you voted for it. Turns out Owen Schroyer actually likes the idea. He voted for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so did the dog that uh, you know that that died uh, twelve years and, ago. And your yeah, your dead grandmother too. She's on board. Well, you know how it goes. I mean, you know, God love uh, God love my grandmother, and uh, she she voted Republican every day till the day she died. Now she's voted Democrat in the last four elections. You know, it's amazing from the grave. My grandma would dare do that to me course the joke is we know all the dead people vote democrat it's amazing you go you want to go find a democrat rally just go to your nearest graveyard you know and you'll find it your voice counts when you share information be it over the internet or in person it changes the world the globalists know their agenda is unpopular they know you're angry and now to get around big tech it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports and share them with everyone, you know, take action now by texting the word news, N-E-W-S to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts or text the word show to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. 
Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I believe there's going to be a battle... For Arizona, I don't think we're going to get the results we want, but I do think there's going to be calls for audits, recounts, review of the law, the voting process, everything, because the Republicans in Arizona, Kerry Lake, Blake Masters, Mark Fincham, Abe Hamaday, they have a fight in them. They have a will in them. I don't see that in Nevada. I don't see that in Georgia. It's gone and dead in Pennsylvania and Michigan, sadly. Now, maybe that can change, but that's the way I see it right now. And you were mentioning in the last segment, Matt Baker with us, Slave to Liberty. You were mentioning the rally where Wendy Rogers invited people out and then didn't show. Not sure what was going on with that. But I'm, but I'm seeing that there are multiple rallies. There's been a lot of on-the-street activism, a lot of on-the-street rallying and protesting in Arizona. Nowhere else. In Brazil, they're out by the millions. Uh, in in uh, Arizona, they're out by maybe the hundreds or the thousands. But what about that? What about the people? Because a lot of these videos are making their way around the Internet. People saying, we don't trust the election. It was rigged. I went to vote. It didn't work. The machine shut down. So what do you make of the street activism? And what do you make of the Republican candidates? And how do you think this fight is going to go in the coming weeks when they finally declared that not a single Republican won in Arizona? Well, they're going to have to take it to court. The problem is, is who's going to be the judge, you know, and um, they already when they when the votes were getting kicked out of the machines, they already called the judge and said, oh, shouldn't we have some extra time to uh, to have people vote? Because a lot of these people weren't able to vote because they were in line and they got told to go home because the machines either didn't have paper or they weren't counting the votes. And then the judge says, no, we're good. We're, We're doing fine. And so when they come and they say, hey, what about these uh, voting anomalies? You know, what are they going to do? Just say, uh, well, we're good. So, I mean, in the end, I think it really is up to the people. And uh, we're going to have to do even you know, better than these small gatherings that have been out there. I believe that in uh, Arizona, there's a heavy, 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 heavy contingent of right wing people. And you have no idea what you're in for once you think it's just, oh, it's red, it's blue. No, this is going to be a big problem. Like your kids are going to be getting told about transgender stuff and the race, you know, the critical race theory is going to be pushed hard. My buddy who I'm here for, he, I used to work on his house in San Diego and he left because he couldn't deal with the schools in San Diego. Now he's out here left as a refugee, bought this beautiful house, we're fixing it up. And now the politics is going to change. He's going to be basically without a country because, you know, his kids are now going to be this stuff's going to start infiltrating into the schools and, um, you know, the economy. And I wouldn't be surprised if the, the uh, housing market might actually take a hit. I shouldn't say that because he doesn't want his house price to go down. But I mean, a lot of people might be considering moving out now and where to go because this was the haven from the West Coast. I mean, the West Coast now, you've pretty much got nowhere to run to. You know, if you don't go to Texas or Florida, 
I mean, I don't, I don't know what your, what your plan is at this point in the game. A- anyone who is in uh, red states or even a tiny town, you have to make laws to make your, make sure that the counting gets done. Don't just say, oh, that's been done forever and it's okay because no, they're going to get a Democrat weirdo in there and they're going to start taking over that little town and they're probably going to use money from these crypto Ponzi schemes that they have around the world to buy off officials and pay off different things. All of this Ponzi scheme money laundering stuff that's going on, it's, it's, it's like trickle-down economics with like Reaganomics. It's trickle-down tyranny, the infinite amount of fake money and the infinite amount of all of this Tyranny is just is that the free money and the Ponzi scheme and the money laundering is basically the fuel for tyranny, and it just keeps pushing it. it buys off local towns, local judges, local mayors. So you have to hold the line in any place that you have. You still have a voice. You have to make sure, like they did in Florida, to pass laws saying you can't vote. You know, we need voter IDs. We need voting on the same day. We need people to actually make sure that they're the real people who are actually voting, that they're qualified to vote. You know, I mean, you have to do everything you can to save these remaining areas. And if we can possibly flip some of these other areas back in these smaller areas that they're not paying attention to. One thing I got to say is people, we always say on that right, we're like, oh, Democrats are dumb. No. The Democrat foot soldiers are dumb because they believe whatever their overlords tell tell them. The people that run the Democrat Party are the most conniving, manipulative scumbags ever to walk. Oh, they're very politically savvy criminally. Yes. And I think to get back what we were saying the other day about DeSantis. And by the way, I love you, Laura Luma. I was a little bit heated the other day about that. Uh, But um, I think we got to be very careful when we talk about the Trump DeSantis thing, because for all we know, they're just trying to push pressure on the base to now throw DeSantis under the bus. And then they come out and indict Trump. And then now who we got when we know that DeSantis is a candidate, we know Trump is a great candidate. And if it was poll to poll, Trump would probably just win and he'd be the, he'd be the candidate anyway. And we're not going to be voting whether it's DeSantis or Trump in the general election. It's we're all going to vote for whoever the right wing candidate is anyway. So if they if they battle it out, may the best man win. Now, if they can just do it without destroying each other's careers in the meantime, because they could very easily just have all the right wing people I know are already going, well, DeSantis is this, DeSantis is that. And they're doing all the opposition research to undermine him as a great candidate, which could be our only hope if Trump gets defeated or taken out or jailed or something by the deep state. So once they get that in, we have to be very careful. Don't call names to our fellow candidates. Don't do anything with anything. Just say we'll support Trump for now, but DeSantis is a great person and don't get in the weeds because we can't do it. Thank God DeSantis didn't buy onto that. The Trump did. I mean, technically, I understand if Trump did actually save DeSantis, then technically, as an honorable man, he, he, he owes it. Not necessarily the people or the world, but he owes it to be honorable, to, to give Trump well, look, first Trump, Trump took the bait, or he's chewing through the buffet of bait, like, uh, you know, like Lizzo or something. But I, I think it might be a political strategy of his to just get this out of the way ahead of the primary process, to just come in swinging and say, all right, who wants to fight me? You want to fight me? We're going to fight for me. Because he, he wants to be the president. That shows me Trump really badly wants to be the president, that he's coming out swinging already, taking on the Republican establishment. He really wants to be president again. I think it's a good sign, even though it looks bad on the surface. Matt Baker, thank you so much for joining us today. Great, great coverage as always. And, you know, he mentioned another great point there, too. The phenomenon of people leaving the Democrat cities, moving to Republican areas, it's like, how do they 
I'm glad that didn't happen to Texas, but it's like, how does that happen to Arizona? That's another amazing phenomenon. Ladies and gentlemen, before we come back with our next great guest, Joe Hoft, remember InfoWarsStore.com is how we do everything we do here. We don't have big crypto scams. We don't have big billionaire donors like George Soros. We don't have big corporate sponsors, Hollywood sponsors. We have you shopping at InfoWarsStore.com for great products like Vitamin Mineral Fusion. And I'm telling you, you look at this. I mean, I've got the supplement facts right here. Over 100% of your daily value of vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, biotin. I mean, the list just goes on and on here. It's got 1,000 milligrams of glycine, 100 milligrams of glutamine. It's got the NAC in here as well. Coenzyme Q10, that's just an incredible elite Supplement right here, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, InfoWarsStore.com. I start every day with Vitamin Mineral Fusion. I like to mix it with a little juice, and then I chase down my supplements with Vitamin Mineral Fusion every morning, InfoWarsStore.com. Put a big picture in your refrigerator. The kids will love it, and they won't be drinking the toxic energy drinks or soda pop. They'll be drinking Vitamin Mineral Fusion, and you'll be supporting free speech in the process by shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Watch me! Watch me! Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. Well, it's incredible, folks. As we sit here, they're still counting votes in Oregon, in California, in Colorado, and Maryland, in house races where Republicans have a stronghold and are winning. But magically, the perfect number of votes are coming in for the Democrats to win, and they might take the House, too. It's totally legitimate. Don't ask any questions, or you're a racist, terrorist bigot. Now... The great Joe Hoft from the incredible Gateway Pundit joins me here. They are just all over this story. Here's a couple of the headlines I want to open up here with Joe Hoft. Despite only 17% Democrat turnout on Election Day, Katie Hobbs and Democrats are winning over 50% of Maricopa County Election Day totals. Nobody thought that would be the case. And here we are. Maricopa County election judge believes the machines were programmed to reject ballots on Election Day. Hmm, I wonder whose ballots they were rejecting. 
And GOP didn't lose midterms because mail-in ballots are better than in-person voting. The GOP lost because the same corrupt election activities happened again. So I want to begin the conversation right here with Joe Hoft. Joe, it's an amazing thing. Uh, The Democrats don't have to have rallies. They don't have to campaign. They don't have to have debates. They don't have to do anything. And then somehow they win in Arizona. I mean, how obvious is this one? To me, it's a pretty obvious one because Arizona was a really energized red state. I mean, they were excited for their candidates, excited for this midterm election, and yet somehow the entire state falls flat and goes blue. I'm not buying it, Joe. Yeah, me neither. It's a, it's a, it's a travesty what's happening there. And uh, Jim had that great post that you just you just mentioned uh, a few moments ago about Arizona. So on election day, which is what they told all the Kerry Lake and all the conservatives, don't mail in your ballot. They'll switch it. And, and uh, we don't know what sort of monkey business they'll do with it. They'll throw it away. So come in on election day and vote. And that's how we're going to beat them. And apparently that strategy worked for Kerry Lake in the primaries. And so people do. And then all of a sudden the election day is a mess. And then all of a sudden here we are. And, uh, you know, almost a week later now, they're still counting. And then, uh, like Jim reported this uh, this morning overnight, you know, they, according to a Democrat, there was 17 percent turnout for Democrats on Election Day. And yet we're seeing the results being, you know, 54 percent for Katie Hobbs, this this corrupt, uh, not likable woman who uh, who certified the stolen election of 2020. And who's still the secretary of state overseeing this gubernatorial race. Yeah, she should have been uh, she should have recused herself long, long time ago. But of course, she's a Soros girl and they have to make sure everything uh, gets uh, corrupted rightly so they can steal all these races. And Arizona is really important. Um, I think uh, that's the you know, the deep state, once they steal a state, they want to they want to you know, they want to lock it in. And uh, Carrie Lake's a threat, too. They, I think the thing about Carrie Lake is a lot of people think she's uh, vice uh, president, if not president material. So she's very polished, very smart, very MAGA, a big Trump supporter, and uh, just uh, a logical, perhaps, person if he, if he runs again as a vice president. So if not even a president ca- candidate. So they've, they're trying to knock her out, and uh, it doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, you know this, so I want to share this before with you. I was a corporate auditor. I've done audits around the world, maybe two, three hundred audits. I was stationed in uh, Hong Kong for a decade overseeing a, an audit team over there. I've done fraud audits, financial, operational. I've earned 10 degrees designations. And it's really easy to see. First step in auditing is kind of look at your population, get a good definition of what it is and what the process is you're looking at in the systems. And um, again, it's the same story from 2020. Uh, these high numbers immediately shock you and and are like, how can this be? If 17% Dems are showing up and yet you're getting 54% for Carrie, for uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, yeah, we don't even know her name. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, she's repulsive too. The lady's got a real squeaky little girl voice. It's just, she's she's weird. I don't, there's nothing attractive about her. So kind of like Fetterman. I guess Fetterman's the other obvious, you know, anomaly. It's like, Who's, who's going to vote for that guy, especially after that uh, debate? Well, here's he the can't. problem. Yeah, here, here's the problem with the Pennsylvania-Arizona dichotomy is that 
I mean, yeah, I believe Pennsylvania was stolen. There's no way Fetterman could actually win. But what's the point of contesting that? The Republicans aren't battling for that. The Democrats own Pennsylvania. They've stamped it. There's no chance a Republican wins in a statewide election in Pennsylvania. The Democrats just own it. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to focus on a futile fight here. But I have hope for Arizona. No matter the results, I think Lake and Masters and and Fincham and Hamaday, they're going to fight it. They're going to sue. They're going to call for audits. They're going to call for recounts. I think they're going to fight this deal. Well, I think they should, you know, and I think they should, I think they ultimately should uh, ask for a new election because this was fraudulent. Now, what I've heard about uh, what happened on election day, I got a piece yesterday from some individuals and there's an IT guy out there that looked at this. And what appears that they changed the size of the vote of, uh, or of the ballot. And it pre- previously it was 19 inches long. Now it's 20 inches. And so that came, that worked fine for all these mail-in ballots. They had the machinery that would handle them. But on election day, these machines that they're using on site apparently would only handle 19 inch paper. So then they had to shrink the images down to 19 inches and then they tried to run them through the tabulators. The tabulators couldn't find the circles in the right spots or everything was getting spit out. So that, so is that it, it appears to be something intentional, another just a mechanism to mess with and, and steal the election because then they tell people, throw your ballots over here. We'll be sure to get to them later. You don't know if they are. You don't know where these ballots are going. And then you end up with uh, 54 percent for for Hobbs. Well, and, and maybe you uh, maybe you haven't heard this because I would heard that news about the new ballot length. It was kind of breaking this weekend. And this maybe gives you a better idea. I know that in Travis County, where I voted in Texas, they had the same thing where they expanded the length of the, the insert that you put in. But they knew that in advance and so they knew they had to print out more paper than they normally do. So they had that ready to go. And even though the machines would run out of ink quicker because of the bigger paper, they had it all ready to go. I witnessed it in real time. It happening. And they were able to get everything lined up so that the, all the images were read properly. So it wasn't only Arizona that changed the size of this. It was only Arizona that had problems. Yeah, there you go. So they didn't they didn't adequately uh, address it. And I saw somebody else said, said something out on Twitter overnight, too. I haven't written about this, but. They're pointing out in the manual all these things that are missing and uh, conveniently, and then they didn't prepare properly. So, so who would have guessed it? Especially knowing that uh, the Dem- that the Republicans are the group that's going to show up on election day because because we can't trust these people. And I guess that strategy worked for Kerry Lake in the primary. So it was a good strategy, uh, but they had to figure out a way to to mess it up. And now here we are on day six or whatever these of this counting. It's outrageous. And uh, we know that she won. She probably won really big. I believe all these candidates did. But uh, but they're just monkeying around with stuff. And, they, and, they, and this is what they, you know, sounds like a communist technique. Monkey around. Eventually, they're going to call it for the dim. And then, you know, and it just demoralizes you. And that's part of their efforts yep. to try to demoralize you. And, um, you know, I, I, I guess for myself, I stepped in with this election. I'm not too demoralized because... I kind of knew they'd do it. There was that because yeah. not enough had changed, and there was belief, and a lot of people worked really hard. I don't want to discount that, but we didn't change the core issues, and that's kind of like auditing one hundred and one too. You do, and I've seen this where auditors will go in and do a do an audit, and they'll come up with a, a recommendation on how to change things for the better, and it and it doesn't address the root cause, and the root cause in our elections is those machines. And the and and of course these absentee ballots, but and and the voter rolls and and the people and the processes 
everything is broken and we didn't address some of these big things. That's why we're seeing these massive vote drops throughout the throughout the country in many of these key races where it's like all and they're always for the Democrat. You'll see this when you look at this Edison data feed that that shows the up to date results, you'll see all of a sudden Democrat gets massive drop of ballots, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 ballots compared to the Republicans, you know, fraction of that amount. Just like we saw in 2020. And of course, if you went through that with a fine tooth comb, you probably found out that the neighbor's dog Buster voted for the Democrat. You probably found out your great aunt voted for the Democrat. You probably found out uh, your other neighbor's pet cat. You got a little pet cat voted Democrat too. If you went through it, you probably find that. I'm pointing my finger at you. And I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take the X3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. We got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. I am extremely honored be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Bandot Video or InfoWars.com or NewsWars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Got Joe Hoft with us here. Another segment. I want to continue with the election coverage. If we get an extra minute here, maybe get his opinion on the FTX Democrat money laundering situation as a expert auditor himself. But um, there's two things here. I'll, I'll throw one out there just because we mentioned it in the last segment. Clearly, the incompetence of Katie Hobbs as the Secretary of State is showing here with this disaster during the election. That clearly shows her incompetence. She shouldn't be the governor if that's the level of uh, if that's the level of leadership she has. But you mentioned something earlier that I I that resonated with me because I feel the same way. And that's, 
I, I'm not feeling near the amount of frustration that what that the, the mean of the Republicans and their voters seem to be facing because we knew this was coming. And it seems like the frustration is really going downstream now, Joe. It seems that the frustrations that we've had for decades, for decades, dealing with the corruption in this country is almost like numbed us to an extent or we're punch drunk maybe in this fight. And the frustration is now downstream. And so you kind of mentioned that earlier. Maybe expand on that a little bit, because that's what I'm seeing is that, you know, the average Republican voter is now viewed as a conspiracy theorist because they're asking basic questions about why their elections don't work or how it's possible that a candidate that doesn't even campaign or do rallies or a debate can beat a candidate with huge momentum and energy behind her, Hobbs versus Lake. So it seems to me that the frustration is moving downstream, which what happens with that is the frustration hits first and then the reality hits second and then the activism is what the conclusion finally is. That's kind of the process I'm seeing here. What about you? Yeah, that's great. And and yeah, and, and then to clarify, too, we've had some of these leaders in the Republican Party and, and, and over the last couple of days, and they've, some have said terrible candidates, which I thought was horrible, uh, especially if I was one of these guys who ran, uh, you know, and give, gave up, uh, you know, a year of my life trying to win one of these races, then to be told by some, you know, slime ball that, uh, that I wasn't good enough and that's why I lost. I'd be really offended by that. I don't think that strategy is smart. But then there's others like Molly Hemingway that came out and said that, well, we have to we have to join this ballot uh, absentee ballot mail in ballot strategy and change our strategy. And I thought, well, that's not real either. Those that absentee ballot stuff is massive fraud. We can't we can't uh, you know what do you but we can't do that because and and I don't think she fully understands it because this isn't because that they've figured out how to get their people to mail in their ballots. It's that they've figured out that they can do more fraud when they do mail in ballots. And I don't think Molly Hemingway understands that. And yet this is the same people that, you know, did the Mueller exam on Trump for four years and and attempted coup d'etat on President Trump. It's the same people that have been involved in so many corrupt activities over the last few years, decades. Uh, And, you know, the list goes on and on and on. And uh, the 2020 election and now here we are, 22, the same thing. Um, that's not the answer. The answer is we've got to first get rid of these bogus names off of these voter rolls. And there's a group in Wisconsin that well, wrote to me, and I put it up this morning at the Gateway Pundit, and they're bragging about their work. But Wisconsin didn't go so well. And I asked them, they said, well, because they wouldn't accept our changes in their voter rolls. But in the states that did, we clearly cleaned house, which Texas was one of them, I guess. Yeah, Texas and, and Florida. So- yeah, and so they were able to get those voter rolls up to date so they can't steal. Because I swear to God, you know, you said you were saying before the break about somebody's cat, somebody's dog, they're on the list. I mean, I think they just make names up. I don't even, you know, they just say unknown names it's and the, stuff. It's I, the I, ghost I, of, uh, you know, it's, a, it's the ghost of Cornwallis. It's the ghost of George Washington. You know, yeah, exactly. So they make that stuff up. But then it's the machines as well, like we talked about. And, um yeah, I'm, I, you know, it's this is appalling. This, this, this deserves our our rage. This is really bad, and and, um, and we're seeing how to maybe handle this from the people in Brazil. Uh, they, well, yeah, they they're out in the streets by the millions, by the millions, and and they even followed some of these, uh, you know, I'll call them whatever slime dogs, whatever, to New York City. They're there. This 
the next couple of days and they're protesting them in New York City. Yeah. And, and there uh, were a bunch of know, New York City, thousands of them in New York City, Brazilians. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's what you do. Look at that picture. It's just amazing. There's a video that goes with that. It's just amazing. Massive crowd. This is over the weekend. People in Brazil, you know, know that their election was stolen. And they know how important it is. And people here have been silenced. And our media has done this incredible job of, of you know, stealing the true picture, except for outlets like yours and the Gateway Pundit and others that are trying to get the truth out. And you know what? We're doing a great job because people know that this election in 2020 was stolen. And they know this and they're sitting back saying, here we go again, same, same thing. Yeah. And um, so it's, you know, it's good what we're doing. It's just that we've got, you know, we've got a major you know, issue here that we've got to, we've got to address. Well, and you know, you bring this up because I do think this is the debate. And I think Hemingway is, is kind of throwing the, the red meat out there, but I do think this is the debate here. If the goal is to get, us back to in-person day of voting paper ballots well then you have to measure out the best path to get there and so i i kind of throw this out there to have the debate i'll get your take on it even though i kind of already know where you stand i mean i I think the quickest way to get there would be the republicans need to do what the democrats are doing and they need to have big trump rallies okay have a trump rally 20 30,000 people have a voter registration booth right there at the rally and have it right across the place from an early voting center and just send yeah. 20,000 people to vote, early vote at every Republican rally. Oh, yeah. the Democrats will be against it then, won't they? Yeah, well, I think that, I think, quite frankly, I think that's a great idea. That's what they're doing. And uh, fill out the ballots, mail them in. And here's what we found out, too. These new devices that they have for uh, when you walk into a polling place and they're, it looks like an iPad. I think it basically is. Uh, probably paid uh, 100 times what it's worth. Uh, because they're calling us something else. And uh, those things are connected to the net. They know real time who's voted. And I think that helps them then when they try to steal the ballots, they know which 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 voters haven't be- haven't voted. They can figure that out with a simple query. And that's and then they drop, a you know, 100,000 votes for some a candidate or 10,000 or whatever's needed. And uh, they know who to who to register on that uh, voter that uh, voter system and show that they, uh, that they voted and it's just all a big sham. It's a joke. So yeah, I agree, you know, but the thing that I, that grabs me like about Hemingway and stuff, I don't think she recognizes that this election was stolen. She wrote that book rigged. And I think her, her summary thesis was that, well, Zuckerberg paid more money and you could just, he just outpaid the Republicans. No, that wasn't it, Molly. It was, it was stolen. There's massive fraud in there. Joe Biden, again, big picture, gets 81 million ballots, and yet he couldn't get, and I I, I tallied this, he couldn't get 2,000 people at his rallies leading up to the election from Labor Day to election No, it's a total joke. It's just like in Brazil, and now it's just being proven again with the millions of people in the street. The one difference between Brazil and their stolen election and ours is that the military is actually on Bolsonaro's side, whereas here, not so much with Trump. But but let me just get your two-minute analysis, because you talk about the theft and the money, and that is involved with this, too. We just found that with FTX, the money laundering that the Democrats did through Ukraine and FTX to just take your money, put it right back in their own pockets, just clear money laundering. I mean, literally the standard for money laundering. Uh, your two minutes on that situation. Well, thanks. And you guys have done a great job keeping up on that, too. I noticed some uh, articles of yours over the weekend. Um, 
the uh, so so the way I look at it, this guy created this uh, this FTX and 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 took people's money, promised that the, he was investing it in the in the whatever cryptocurrencies they requested, and then basically used the money for something else, and then he creates a big investment arm and and uh, then he's working with all the Dems, and you've got him at the uh, with the uh, Clinton Foundation uh, at a recent event, sitting right next to Bill Clinton, and then you've got him donating forty million to this election, maybe more than anybody, uh, other than maybe, I think, George Soros in this election, you've got him uh, donating to the to the Bidens. And, and, you know, and I think that's really the smaller part of the story. I think the bigger part is that we were sending billions of dollars over to the Ukraine, and then somehow Ukraine gets involved with FTX, and then we end up working, they invest, they say, in FTX, and how many billions of this, whatever, 60 now billion that went to the Ukraine actually landed in Ukraine and helped the people there? I doubt much. I think there, this, the big story here is that of these billions that went overseas, a lot came back through cryptocurrency, which is then hard to, uh, hard to follow and track. And there's a lot of people with some big, big bank accounts and or cryptocurrency, uh, you know, wallets full of uh, this this Ukrainian dollars that we sent over there for the Ukraines. And they're, you know, the people in Ukraine, they're, no wonder they're getting crushed by Russia, and that, which yeah. our media won't report. Yeah, our media is lying about that, too. We got more developments there. We'll cover later. Joe Hoff, the Gateway Pundit. Great stuff, as always. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. And, folks, you know, people will say, oh, you can't say the Democrats are money laundering in Ukraine. That was back in April. Oh, really? I can't? Oh, how'd I know? How did we know they were money laundering? How did we know? I don't know. Oh, it's a mystery. The globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is InfoWars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarsStore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. 